Welcome to the Feel Good Running Podcast. No matter what level runner you are, and whether you prefer road or trail running or both, you will find this podcast informative, motivating, inspiring, and entertaining. We have interesting guests, running-related information, inspirational stories about real runners, and much more. Now, here's your host and a longtime runner himself, Jim Lynch. Hello, runners, and happy Thanksgiving. Are you ready for the holiday? Man, I'm looking forward to it. I'm heading out to Pittsburgh to visit my brother. You know, though we should be grateful all the time, this is especially the time of year to give thanks for what we have and to spend time with our family, loved ones, and friends. And this year, it means so much more since we actually can physically spend time with others. My name is Jim Lynch, and this is my podcast, Feel Good Running. Welcome to it. And I am ever so thankful you are here listening. Well, in this episode, I have some inspirational stories and the topic is the heart. Even though we run to be healthy, we need to pay attention that our engine, the heart, is functioning like a well-oiled machine. I know you will get something out of this episode and I also have the most heartwarming story at the end of the stories and and we'll get to that in just a moment. I would like to congratulate all of you who will be running the 2022 Boston Marathon. News came out this week that everyone who qualified this past year will be accepted. No cutoff time to get into next year's Boston Marathon. So if you've not run the Boston Marathon in the past and are qualified, go for it. Get out there and get it done. You may not have another chance because qualifying times are set for 2023 and who knows what the cutoff time will be. Ask anybody who's run the Boston Marathon. They're going to tell you, you need to do it at least once. And if you qualified, you worked your butt off to get to that point. So use it. Don't lose it. Go for it. Get it done. Run the Boston Marathon. Really, it's a it's a lifetime experience. And if you're a runner, that's the Super Bowl of all runs. All right, let's get right into it with this episode's inspirational and motivational news. And happy Thanksgiving. Searching anywhere and everywhere? Get ready, because it's time for this episode's inspirational feel-good running news. Back in 2011, Marla Seawall was in tip-top condition but suffered a cardiac event that almost cost her her life. She was saved by her husband. She had completed 13 marathons and running was a part of her daily routine. And She was training for a marathon. She was also a badass tennis player and spent hours on the court. During her peak training period, three weeks before the Chicago Marathon, she ran about 40 miles and squeezed in a few rounds of tennis with her husband, Carrie. It made sense that she felt exhausted that Sunday night. After Carrie went to bed, Marla decided to take a bath. Later in the night, Carrie woke up to the sound of water running. He approached the bathroom and the carpet was soaked. He rushed to the tub and found Marla submerged in the water. She didn't respond to him. Her eyes were wide open and her lips and skin were blue. 
Now, despite his shock, he started CPR with repeated chest compressions and constant breaths into her mouth. He continued until she startled and gurgled up some water and came to. He called 911 and the ambulance arrived to transport her to the hospital. At the hospital, she was intubated in the ICU in an induced coma. Three days later, the doctors began to raise her body temperature to bring her out of the coma. Over the following days, doctors tried to determine why someone seemingly healthy and with no family history of heart disease had her heart stop. With no answers yet, the final test checked her heart's electrical rhythm. During that test, she went into ventricular fibrillation, known as VFib, which is a life-threatening condition that causes the heart's lower chambers to quiver instead of beating normally, resulting in cardiac arrest. VFib is likely what happened that night in the bathroom, although doctors don't know what triggered it. They also believe her overall health was why she survived. Doctors placed an implantable cardioverter defibrillator in Marla's chest. If her heart ever goes into VFib again, the device will send a jolt to reestablish a normal rhythm. I have two friends that are extremely healthy and have a cardioverter defibrillator implanted, and you'd never know. Today, Marla is running and she feels very lucky to be alive. She is involved in the American Heart Association, and after 10 years, Marla ran this year's Chicago Marathon to raise funds for the nonprofit. She said, I'm very lucky because what happened to me makes me appreciate every day. Well, lucky indeed. She finished this year's Chicago Marathon in 5 hours, 25 minutes, and 56 seconds. Congratulations, Marla. Darlene Anita Scott was always into diet and exercise. She was mainly a gym rat in her 20s, but got introduced to running in her 30s when she lived in Richmond, Virginia. She got involved in the River City Runners of Color running group and started training with them for a half marathon. She got so into running that her schedule and social life revolved around it. Hmm, sound familiar? I, I know the feeling and I bet you a lot of you do too. Anyway, Darlene kept training and she was feeling great. But in 2016, as she was training for her eighth marathon, she noticed that she was having trouble breathing. Her general practitioner thought the problem might be exercise-induced asthma. She referred Darlene to a pulmonologist. Tests showed that wasn't the problem and she was sent to a cardiologist who told her that her heart wasn't pumping like it should and prescribed medication for high blood pressure to ease the strain on her heart, even though she didn't have a history of blood pressure problems. When she questioned the doctor about why the medication, he simply stated that African Americans tend to have the disease. She wasn't convinced and thought the explanation was what she referred to as a worn narrative. So she looked for more answers. She saw another cardiologist, Dr. Kyer B. Shaw, and he had a different opinion. He said, because she was so young and led a healthy lifestyle, we really looked for everything. It's not unusual that she was pigeonholed earlier. That definitely happens, especially to African-American patients. If they have a weak heart and there's no blockage, high blood pressure is blamed. After running tests, Darlene was diagnosed with a condition called cardiac sarcoidosis, an autoimmune disease where clusters of inflamed tissues affect parts of the body. In the heart, it can cause arrhythmia and a weakened heart. 
In June 2017, she received an implantable cardioverter defibrillator, or ICD, with a biventricular pacemaker to improve the heart's function. The next month, Darlene went for her first run in nearly a year. She went 4.5 miles. Tests this summer showed that the sarcoidosis is in remission. Doctors believe the current treatment should keep it that way. Darlene sums it up by saying, In the beginning, I thought we could fix it. Now I realize there's not a fix, but there's a management. Darlene, I hope you keep moving onward and upward and living a very healthy life with a lot of miles in your future. Both Marla and Darlene went through life-threatening experiences and came back to running despite what some may say about the strain running puts on your heart muscle. I'd like to share some additional information that I found interesting from our friends at Active.com. Whenever a seemingly fit runner has a cardiac event while running, it makes the news and stokes rumors that running is to blame. Some may remember the famous runner back in the 70s and early 80s, Jim Fix. He wrote the book, The Complete Book of Running, and he died of a heart attack while out on his daily run. He was 52, and some blamed his death on running. The fear of damaging a healthy heart or finding out too late about previously undiscovered heart condition can be enough to make a would-be runner shy away from the sport. But what are the real odds of experiencing cardiac trouble by running? Turns out, very slight. You don't need to go out and run 30 miles a week in order to help your heart. In fact, a 2014 study from the Journal of American College of Cardiology found that people who ran just 30 to 59 minutes a week, just a few minutes each day, decreased their risk of cardiovascular death by 58% when compared to those that don't run at all. Studies also show that runners live on average three years longer than people who don't run. And you don't have to be a fast or even a regular runner to reap these benefits. If you're looking to add years to your life, running is the answer. Of course, there are no guarantees, but I believe, at least for me, it is a fantastic preventive maintenance. At the end of the day, what's the final word on running for heart health? Well, according to Active.com, across the board, experts agree that low to moderate amounts of running is one of the best things you can do for your ticker. If you have a pre-existing heart condition, please talk to your doctor before lacing up your running shoes. And you should do so even if you don't. I do two times a year. But odds are you'll be running in no time and your heart will thank you for it. Mine certainly does and I'm sure yours will too. And finally, keeping in line with the topic of the heart, here is just a heartwarming story I came across. And you may have read about this. Julie Hurricane Hawkins from Baton Rouge, Louisiana, broke the 100-meter world record in her age category at the Louisiana Senior Games this month. Hmm, what age category would that be? Well, Julie is 105 years old. Yep, you heard me right, 105 years old. Well, her time was just under a minute and three seconds, and Julie was so annoyed that she didn't break a minute, which was her goal. Now, way, way back when she was 100 years old, she also broke the 100-meter record for her then-age group with a time of 39.62. Well, that record fell this year when 100-year-old Diane Friedman ran a 36.71. 
Well, now Julie can once again bask in her glory and enjoy her world record for the 105-plus age group. Besides running, Julie loves gardening and spends her time tending to her flowers. She strives to jog or walk a mile a day and sometimes adds in a 50-meter sprint for the heck of it. Oh, yeah. You know that Julie took up running at the young age of 100 years old? Well, I guess it's never too late to start. So, runners, you say you don't feel like running today? Really? Well, Julie Hurricane Hawkins may think otherwise and might tell you to your face to quit being a slacker. Isn't that just inspiring and heartwarming? Julie, I really hope you can continue to go as long as you possibly can. You truly are an inspiration to all of us. Well, you can check out more about Julie and see the video of her breaking the world record, along with links to the other stories for this episode in the show notes for this episode at feelgoodrunning.com. That's feelgoodrunning.com. So there you go, runners. The heart is your engine and running will keep that heart muscle strong. But again, be sure to get a checkup every so often to be sure that that engine is running like a fine, well-oiled machine. All right, it's time for the inspirational quote for this episode. And keeping with the topic of the heart, this quote is from famous altar runner Dean Carnassus and is very appropriate for this episode. And it's really simple. Don't run with your legs, run with your heart. Again, don't run with your legs, run with your heart. Now, if you run with your heart, it will take your legs to the finish line. I truly believe that, and my heart has got me to the finish line many times. Well, that is it for this episode, runners. Please share this episode and podcast with your running friends and on your social media platforms. I would really appreciate it. It helps the show to grow and I can't do it without you. I wish each and every one of you a wonderful Thanksgiving and hope it's filled with love and happiness as you spend time with your loved ones. Maybe you are running a local turkey trot that morning. Turkey trots are so much fun and will really set you up for a great guilt-free Thanksgiving dinner later. Hey, you know what? You're a runner and you earned it. Well, as I close out, I just want to remind you that we are in the holiday season and to be kind to everyone, even if some are not kind to you. Your kindness will spread and it's really good, of course, for the heart, but also the mind and soul. Peace. Thank you for listening to this episode. Please consider sharing this podcast with your running friends and on your social media platforms. To access the show notes that included all the resources and links for this episode and to access past episodes, go to feelgoodrunning.com. Until next time, keep motivated, keep focused, and keep on running. It is sure to make you, well, feel good. Feel good.